Alrighty, um, hello. This is Quarantine. Um, it's a podcast where I, my name is Lucy, um, I discuss things. Uh, because, you know, I'm stuck inside because of quarantine. I have not been to a building that is not my house in over a week and a half. (laughs) And I'm getting sick of talking to my family. So I'm just gonna talk to a microphone I bought because of a school project. And, you know, you can come join me. It'll be fun. Today we're discussing Game of Thrones, which is one of my favorite shows. And I'm going to get into some reasons why I hate some of the characters, why I love some of the characters, why I hate some of the plot lines, why I love some of the plot lines. And I'm really just going to be talking for a while. So if you want if you like the sound of my voice, um, and you want to listen to me, an angsty 15-year-old, discuss things, <laughs> um, let's, let's have some fun because I'm going a little insane because of COVID-19. I'm sure I'm not the only one, and I just need to to just talk <laughs> about something. That's not this. That's not coronavirus. For, like, 40 minutes. So, let's get into that. Let's have some fun, because this is a new experience for me. I've listened to podcasts before, plenty of podcasts. Um, my favorites are And That's Why We Drink and My Favorite Murder. Um, but I also really like Very Really Good by Curtis Connor. And, um, the Tiny Meat Gang podcast, because I watch a lot of YouTube. So yeah, anyways, I'm just gonna be going Curtis Connor style, just talking about things. And if you want to come along for the ride, you, you can. Okay, cool. Let's, let's go. So, um, kind of obviously, because I've seen the whole show and I'm going to be discussing the whole show, this is gonna contain some spoilers. So if you're binging the show for the first time, um, while we're all stuck at home, don't, go away. Like, I love you, whoever you are. Uh, but please don't listen, because I really don't want to spoil the show for you, because I, that would suck. Um, it's a really good show, you should keep watching it though. But anyways, click away now. Alright, they're gone. Losers. Just kidding, love everyone. (laughs) Um, so... Game of Thrones, multi-Emmy winning TV show. First episode aired April 17th, 2011, which was wow a while ago. Fun fact about the show, my dad has been watching since day one. Um, he's a hardcore Thrones fan. Devoted till he dies. We have Game of Thrones wine glasses and things like that. He's basically Tyrion, but 6'2". But yeah, the show, I I would say that Game of Thrones is one of my favorite TV shows. Because I have never in my life been able to watch the entirety of a show that was not, like, ongoing. Do you know what I mean? Like... It's very rare. Well, I have done it, but it's rare. Like, Glee, I watched all of that. Um, and Game of Thrones, I watched... I started after Season 7 premiered. I started, like, a week or two after Season 7 premiered. 
because I saw my dad and we had a friend come over and they would always watch it in our living room and I called it um fantasy porn because let's let's be honest that's what the show is it's fantasy porn but I I don't know I was just like bored one day and oh my god in like eighth grade jeez I'm a sophomore in high school um and I was like let's let's watch some because I, I did know that there was like a pretty decent plot and I was like what's all the hype about I wanted to know for myself and now I do except for season eight but we're gonna get into that later um the show basically like the start is just kind of wild um we have like Ned Stark, who is such a significant character for being in the show for, what, like, four episodes before he's killed off. Uh, did I mention spoiler warning? They should be gone by now. Um, but, like, he's brought up so much, and he's, like, so important to the plot and things like that, and he's literally, like, dead a few episodes in. amazing to me it's really really amazing that they did that so well um but yeah it starts with well it starts with those guys the the troopers for the the night's watch um they're going out on parole or that's not what it's called they're on patrol and one of the guys is like uh (laughs) bro that was a white walker and they're like a white walker you mean those mythical things that don't exist and homie was like yeah and then um two of them that didn't believe him died and the one that was saying that stuff also died because he was executed for abandoning his post because if you're a brother of the black you never abandon your post never abandon your brothers so he was labeled a deserter and he was executed by our boy Ned, Eddard, and we also got our faves, Rob, who's very attractive, and John and Bran to watch. Um, I would just like to start with I ha- hate Bran. So if you're a a Bran fan, um, please go educate yourself on what a good person is, <laughs> because it ain't him. Um, that first scene was pretty iconic. So that, like, just that first scene of them stumbling upon the walkers and things, it just, wow. Just kind of, wow. It really did set the show. Um, like, it set the stage for what it was going to be. And I, I give them props for that. I really feel like it would have been a much better show if they had kind of I don't know not done season 8 just just don't do it just just let us let us make it up but no um i feel like the show would have been really good if we could have kind of i don't know i don't know what i'm getting at never mind <laughs> um that first episode was very iconic we have then the Lannister family. Well, not the Lannisters. The Baratheons, but come on. The Lannisters, <laughs> they pull up 
to Winterfell, and they're like, what it do, Starks? How's it going? Um, King Baratheon, Robert, he's all homie with Ned, and he's in love with Ned's dead sister, which, oh my god, I did not see that coming. I'm not gonna lie to you. When they exposed, when they revealed that one, I did not, not predict that. Um, that was good, that was well, that was good. And then, so, the Lannisters are just, what? I I hate them, but they are just the perfect villains. Like, until the final season. They are all written so well, and they are just so hateable, but at the same time, you're just like, whoa, like, those are the Lannisters. Like, my dad's favorite character is Tywin. Because, I mean, that was just a badass. Like, you just kind of have to be in awe of him. And Cersei, like, I hate her. But I hate her because she was just that bitch. You know? Like, come on. I wish she would... Like, I, her death just wasn't powerful enough for her. Like... A bunch of rocks. Cersei Lannister. She's fine. She lived. She's totally alive. You're completely lying if you say she isn't. But, yeah. And then, oh, Jamie. I, my mom has a fat crush on Jamie. We watched the show together. Um, and my mom is absolutely in love with Nikolai Costa-Waldo. Um, she's like, like, mom, you're married, he's married, and she's like, we have one more thing in common then. (laughs) It's just so funny. Uh, but yeah, Jamie, I actually, I know a lot of people don't like him, but he honestly, as the show was drawing to a close, he was my favorite, like, probably one of my favorite characters. All of the, all of my favorite characters in the end of the show started out as, like, the most annoying people. And then I ended the show and I was like, I love you so much. Um, I just, the Lannisters were so, like, they just, they were, they were that TV show villain. Like, you can't compete with them. No one will ever be able to get to that level. Which is really well done by the writers. Obviously, we gotta give some some credit, you know, a lot of credit to uh, my boy George R. R. Martin. But he's also being a little bitch about releasing the final book, so not much credit. <laughs> um, I think what else? The Lannister, just like when, when Bran climbed up that castle and then he saw them <laughs> canoodling, like that was all the things we do. <laughs> wow! When they and then when Bran saw Jamie for the first time since pushing him out of the tower, and he said the last words Jamie said, "Oh my," that was artful that was that was that was impressive 
and I loved it. Um, I think. I, I despised, um, everything about, like, Bram, because I feel like I just, he got so much credit for essentially being dragged around by other people. Like, I get it. He was kind of an important character. We can't let him die or whatever because he's like a three-eyed raven. But he's not that cool, so let's all breathe for like one second. Um, yeah, I really disliked Bran. I don't even think that Bran was that bad, actually. I think it was the way everyone reacted to him. That was just kind of like, oh, he's not that interesting. Like, calm down. He's a freaking, like, 17-year-old boy who broke both of his legs and he's paralyzed. (laughs) He's not... I just dropped a makeup palette. I'm stupid. (laughs) He's not, like, the messiah. Like, y'all need to chill. Just breathe about him. Um, and he was not the most interesting of the Stark children. Like, I always forgot about Bran and Rickon. Because I was just like, who cares? They're the youngest. They aren't doing anything interesting. They don't have a good story. Bran did not have a good story. I'll say that until I die. Um, yeah. I just, that, those, that, that first season was so good. And then the the direwolves, like I've read the book, I've only read the first book because I'm a fake fan, um, but I'm working on it. And the direwolves, I, ugh, I loved them so much. I don't. I wish. I feel like Sansa would have been so powerful if her wolf didn't die. Like she would have just unstoppable. But people are just scared of, like, women. (laughs) Like, the lady power was too much. And then we have Ghost, obviously, which, oh my gosh, Ghost is my favorite character. For real. I'm just gonna (laughs) say it. Ghost deserved so much better than John's shitty ass. Um, I absolutely adored him. And then Nymeria, or whatever, Nymeria. Arya's wolf. I... I know, I've heard, I don't know if this is true, but that horse Arya saw at the end of, um, you know, that one episode in season eight, I don't remember what episode it is, that was supposed to be Nymeria, but they just didn't have this CGI budget for another wolf or something? I don't know, I don't remember what their excuse was. And I was just kind of like, you're absolutely joking. Because the Direwolves played such an important part of the series. Like, they represented the Stark children. Uh, and you're going to take one of them out and replace it with a horse? No. With, like, the significance of them. And you're just going to try and cover it up with a different animal? We're just supposed to be okay with that? That was so stupid. I absolutely despise that. Uh, yeah. And then obviously we have Joffrey. I hate Joffrey. I like, he was the absolute, he was the most annoying little shit. 
and like uh, Sansa deserved so much better so yeah um, all of Sansa's husbands kind of sucked I like Tyrion I do I like him as a character but he wasn't the nicest he was but he wasn't good for Sansa and you know kind of made her look like a convicted felon (laughs) or like not a convicted that's not the right word (laughs) he made her look like a wanted felon you know which was cool very cool (laughs) you know do that to your wife pretty early in to the marriage because why not but yeah I just she I wished like I hope if we ever see these characters again that Sansa is a strong, independent woman who don't need no mans. Like, Sophie Turner, she's a baddie. Her and Nick Jonas are absolutely adorable. But Sansa, Sansa don't need no mans. Sansa is an independent lady. Who, the only thing she needs are men to rule. Because she's, she's, she's a ruler. She's a, she's a ruler. She's a warrior. <laughs> no, she's not. But yeah, I just hurt all of her. Like, the show handles romance so poorly. Like, the only romance that I was rooting for was Rob and his wife. But you know, that didn't last very long. Oh, there's sirens. I feel like since, like, the outbreak started, there have been so many more like sirens and things like that because I live on a pretty I wouldn't say busy street but it's not like it's probably the busiest uh, it's one of the busiest in the city um I live in Madison so uh yeah <laughs> not very busy but like I live on a very busy part of it and I have, I feel like I have been noticing more sirens than usual lately. Which, you know, more sirens, I, I don't know. I feel like with COVID, like, that's just terrifying. Because first of all, you aren't supposed to be leaving your house. Period. <laughs> and, like, if people are, like, committing crimes and whatever, what? But I also feel like, it's mostly like ambulances and stuff, which is scary. It's free. So, yeah. Anyways, back to the show. Sansa. Sansa, she. Wow. She was she was well. Her development, I absolutely adored her at the end of the show. I was just like, yes, you are everything I want to be in life. Um, and I, I give props to the, the writers for that, but not much else. You, you you ruined so many of my favorite characters. Please go away. <laughs> um, let me sink. Arya. Oh, Arya. Arya was like... There were times when I was like, yes, this is the baddest bee in the whole show. And then there were times where I was just like, are you serious? Did she really just... Are you... Are you, are you serious right now? Like, I, I always flip between loving and hating her. Because I felt like... She was written in, obviously, as this, like, tomboy, doesn't really want to be the sparkly princess her sister is, 
has to live up to her sister's expectations, obviously. But, like, I just thought that the way that they wrote it was such a pick-me type person. Like, you know, pick-me girls, like, they're like, I'm not like other girls. Like, <laughs> girls who wear, like, makeup, I say while well, opening my mascara, <laughs> girls who wear makeup are, like, so gross. Like, I'm just, like, one of the boys. Like, I feel like not wanting to fit feminine stereotypes like Arya did and being like that kind of pick-me girl it's a very delicate uh line like it's it's walking between the lines of a highway it's very hard not to sway too far one way or the other and I feel like there were times where they definitely crossed into that pick-me because I'm different territory with Arya which I wasn't I did not enjoy that because I was like Arya is 100% a feminist and that is not feminist behavior you know not to make Game of Thrones like that but you do understand my point I say that like there's people listening there totally aren't it's just me um but yeah Mascara is difficult. Why do I wear it when I'm not even leaving my house? For the Snapchat selfies. Add me on Snap, by the way. <laughs> Just kidding. Actually? No, follow me on Instagram. It's my name. I'm not gonna say my name, though. Never mind. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Hold on. Mascara is so hard. <laughs> Alright. Well, it's not clumpy. Ooh, you know what my favorite Arya Sansa just anything was? When they killed Baelish. Because, like, they kind of gave in a little bit to his plan to, like, separate them and, like, alienate them from each other. And then they were like, oh, wait, we're sisters. He's stupid. Let's gang up and murder this bitch. And I, ooh, ooh I hated Baelish. Peter Baelish was the worst. Like, he, I, I would say he is worse than Joffrey. Which, you know, Joffrey tortured people and stuff, but Baelish was just bad. Like, that guy sucked so much. And they just let him live well into the sixth season. I was like, no, 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 kill him, kill him, kill him. Like, every opportunity I got. And I was like, so when are we killing Baelish, guys? Let's talk about this. Because uh, he needs to go. Baelish gotta go. Uh, I say, like, writers care what a 15-year-old has to think. Um, let me think. What else is there? Ooh, we, we can get into Danny. Daenerys. Daenerys with, like, 40 last names. Daenerys Targaryen. Daenerys Stormborn. Daenerys Mother of Dragons. Breaker of Chains. Blah, 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 blah. Daenerys... <sighs> 
like Arya. She went from being one of my favorite to one of my least favorite characters a lot. Like, it was very up and down. Me and Danny, we had an unsteady relationship. But I was always praising her. I was always, I was always a Danny fan. We just didn't always see eye to eye, you know? Which, uh, that happens in relationships, you know? You just gotta move past it, because deep down, you know you both love each other. I'm saying this like they're real people. No. I, yeah. Love-hate relationship with Danny. Um, her and Sir Dora... That whole thing was so strange to me. Because it was obvious Sir Jorah was, like, something. But, um, Danny, like, kind of gave into it, like, a lot. But not... It was weird. It was a weird thing. Because she totally knew what was happening. And she just kind of didn't do anything to stop it, which I felt that was so out of character for her. Um, and she just, like... One thing I found really funny was she just kind of left her boyfriend... Memory and she was like, okay, well, I'm gonna go to Westeros now. Like, I'll see you later. And she fucking fell in love with Jon Snow and then she died. Which Jon Snow and Danny, bleh. like, Jamie and Cersei, I hated them. Uh, but they had been building that up since the very first episode. Jon and Danny, it was exposed that they are, they are related. And they were just both kind of like, that's, John was like, that's gross. And Cersei was, uh, no, Cersei. Danny was like, that's fake. Um, and they both just kind of continued on as they were. And I was just like, are we not gonna, are we not gonna address that? Because I feel, I felt like that was a little, we should, we should probably get into that one. A little more than just, just talking about it for like one day. Like that was such a big plot point. Like, John is the true heir to the Iron Throne. And we're just gonna like, be like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Like, we all know he wouldn't take it. He's too humble for that. But, like, he's, he slept with Cersei after figuring out that was his aunt. What? Disgusting. Like, imagine what their kids would I've seen so much, like, fan art of, like, Cersei as queen of Westeros, and then Jon as, like, her faithful little husband, and they've got, like, kids, and I'm like, you got the kids wrong, because those kids are going to turn out just as wacky as the Lannister children. <laughs> um, it was just gross. The whole thing was gross to me. And I didn't even like them as a couple, like, from the start. I was just kind of like... Like, before we knew about all of the Alabama shit that was happening, I just did not enjoy that relationship. I felt like it was just poorly done, and it was really just a bunch of horny teens. A bunch of, there were two horny teens just kind of going at it. Um, there was no actual love, I feel like, until, of course, he killed her. <laughs> That's when I felt that there was something there. But yeah, they were like, they were straight up like a high school, like romance. Like that's the only thing that their relationship reminded me of. It was just kind of like, oh, my friends did the same thing. Like I've seen this, this one before. Like they go on cute dates and they kind of help each other figure out their problems and they have a lot of sex. And that's about it. That's the, that's the majority of their relationship. Which, I guess it's a normal relationship. I don't know what I'm saying. But, I don't know. It felt immature to me. 
Uh, but Danny, she was so just like that one scene. I, y'all know what I'm talking about. They're in King's Landing. It's in season eight, which, but this scene almost made up for it. When Danny is standing in front of her dragon, um, what's the dragon's name? It's not Dracarys, because that's what she calls. It's like, Dracarys! And it's like, yeah! Man, what is the dragon's name? Because I used to, like, know all of the dragon's names, but it's been a few months since I've really thought about the show. I'm gonna Google it, because this is gonna bother me. Okay. Um... Let me see, let me see what are Daenerys dragon names. <laughs> Drogon. Drogon. She was standing in front of Drogon, and then Drogon, like, spread his wings, and that looked so dope. Like, that was so, that was the only accurate representation of her character throughout the entire show. I don't like how they turned her into a power-hungry villain in the last season like obviously I wish she'd stayed a hero but like her whole thing was like freeing the innocents and things like that and the people of King's Landing the people of King's Landing were innocent why'd you kill him Danny why'd you do it we were we were rooting for you we were all rooting for you never in my life have I yelled at a girl like this Tyra Banks goes on Game of Thrones she yells at Daenerys honestly Daenerys deserves Tyra Banks to yell at her. <laughs> Someone had to say it. Um, but yeah, just that scene. I feel like... What? Uh, okay. Um, yeah, Daenerys... She just, she did make the show. Like, you thought of Game of Thrones and you thought of Danny. Like, I feel like you were supposed to think of John, but you thought of, you thought of Danny. Um, let's talk about everyone's favorite episode, though. That one episode where they had Ed Sheeran. Because, like, that was, that was kind of funny. Because they just kind of forced Ed Sheeran down our throats. They were like, look. Hello. It me. I left for a second, but I'm back. 
I don't remember what I was talking about. Um, <laughs> Daenerys. No, Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. That episode, what the hell was that? <laughs> like, I, I was infuriated. I was like, we get it. You have a celebrity on the show. Very exciting. Please stop panning the camera onto him and making a bad storyline. Like, goddamn. <laughs> and then they just never brought it up again. That Arya was, like, chill with Lannister's soldiers for a minute. They're just kind of like, okay, now time to move on. Like, no, that was, that was kind of important. But you're, you're only talking about it because Ed Sheeran. Who, by the way, who cares about Ed Sheeran? Like, I kind of like some of his music. Like, I used to. Like, his old stuff smacked. And now it just sucks. <laughs> so, why, why Ed Sheeran? Why? Is it because he's... I feel like he's British. Might be Scottish. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how the UK works. <sighs> but yeah. That, that episode pissed me off. To no extent. There were a lot of episodes that pissed me off. That one I was just kind of like, are you talking? We get it. You you have Ed Sheeran. Stop panning the camera to him every four seconds. No, he does not have to sing. There has never been any... There There's like rarely any singing in the show. Please stop. <laughs> Bad celebrity cameo. Um, yeah. Hey, Game of Thrones, man. I miss the hype. Like, every Sunday in May, going, or April, May of last year, just going and sitting down, you know, with the fam and watching Game of Thrones. And you, like, never knew what episode was coming. Like, I remember I'd post on my Instagram stories, like, a review of each episode. Because I was so excited. And now I feel like, like, I, there hasn't been a show. Also, like, with that year-long, like, with the wait, there hasn't been a show, I feel like, that has done that. That has captivated and held its viewers like that so successfully. And also, okay, so I watched, I watched the show with my mom. But I got my friend into it. He watched the entire thing in two weeks. Like, it took me a year. And homie watched the whole thing in, like, two weeks. I just, I, it, I was amazed. I was kind of scared. Because I was like, bro, we're in school. We have finals coming up. How are you doing this? But I was just like, that's what the show does to you, really. Because... I could, I can, I have binged, binged Game of Thrones. It's just so, like, minus a certain season. It is so good, and it's just so easy to fall into it. Because unlike most TV shows, it kind of keeps the plot rolling, I feel like. Um, which a lot of shows don't do that. Like, they kind of mention one thing in an episode, and they forget it in the next. And each episode has, like, a different, like, little plot and whatever. But there are some episodes where they are, like, build up to the next episode and things like that. It was just, oh, so good. And then I, I don't like how dark it was, but I feel like Battle of Winterfell was, like, a perfect example of what Game of Thrones... Like, that was the only good, decent episode in season 8. Like, sorry. I know a lot of people hate it. I kind of did, too. 
but I was also like just that's that's my show um and then when Arya killed the Night King wow the flavor was like it made no sense but I loved it nonetheless I was just so shocked and so proud and Um, I'm going to go back to talk about season 8 for a second. You know, I've been complaining about it basically this entire time. But, uh, you don't have to listen to this. Like, I'm not, I'm not getting paid for this. There's no sponsorship. Uh, so I also don't really care like I do. It would be very nice if people listen to this, but like, whatever. It doesn't really matter to me. Um, but anyways, season 8. So I have this, this theory that I would like to discuss. Which I know, Game of Thrones fans with their theories, like, shut up, it's not happening, it's not true, go away. But I feel like my theory kind of makes sense. Um, but it's about the ending for two of our favorite bad bitches, Cersei and Danny. Um, so, obviously, in case y'all wiped that from your memory, which honestly, I would not, I, I'm not judging you if you did, but... For a little refresher, the end of the sh- the final episode had Daenerys burning down all of King's Landing on Drogon, and Cersei getting crushed by a a, a pile of the bricks, basically, while she was hugging Jamie, and then Danny is killed by Jon because she burned all of King's Landing. I feel like we need to emphasize that. Daenerys burned all of King's Landing. Lady chill. Anyways, so back to my theory. Um, so I would, I'm just gonna talk you through Daenerys' ending without saying their names. So, Crazy Queen burns down city, is then killed by Faithful Lover, who is protecting what is right in the innocence. Doesn't that sound more like Jamie and Cersei? Does that not sound more like it? I have a feeling that they wrote Danny's ending for Cer- for Cersei. Because, you know, season six, there's, there's wildfire under the city. And Cersei used it to blow up the septum. But, the sept. I don't know if septum was right. But, I just, so I feel like and obviously, Jamie kind of started, like, he's the king slayer. He killed the mad king. And who was going to kill everyone. He was going to burn everyone. Um, and it would have completed and perfected Jamie's character arc. And it would have made more sense for Cersei. I don't know what they do with Danny, but here's what I think. Cersei was gonna light that wildfire. She was gonna kill everyone because Danny was coming and she knew that they were gonna take Danny's side, uprise against the Lannisters, against Cersei, and then take over Westeros. So Cersei was going to light that wildfire to prevent that from happening. Kill everyone in King's Landing and remain ruler of Westeros. But, just like the Mad King. But then Jaime was going to kill her just like he did with the Mad King, and it would have ended his character arc because he's independent from Cersei. And it also would have just made more sense. Like, that was that was the ending that Cersei and Jaime needed. And they just didn't get it. 
they gave it to Danny and John, probably because they couldn't think of anything that powerful for Danny. So they just gave it to her. They they tried to make it make sense, but it didn't. But I I feel like if it was Cersei instead and Jamie, that would have just I would not have hated that ending anywhere near as much as I did. I just I that's that's my thinking. It's probably not true, but I just I have I have a feeling like that are you kidding me right now? Are you really telling me that Daenerys, who her whole thing has been protecting the innocents, is going to go and burn thousands of them? No, that's Cersei's. That's Cersei's type of vibe. That isn't that isn't Danny. It's just ugh. Ugh, you know. Ugh. Um so, I I just I don't have much more to say. I was just rambling about Game of Thrones for like 30 minutes. But I do, I love the show. Um, and I feel like I'm totally gonna give it a rewatch if we're stuck in quarantine until like my birthday in July, which would suck. But it is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, I recommend it to everyone who has HBO. Which, honestly, I feel like if you're listening to this, first of all, you aren't. Because no one's going to listen to this. But if you are, and you haven't seen it, and you're just listening to Ramble, like, watch it. My friend pirated it, which I feel like I shouldn't be saying, but he did. So it's doable if you don't have HBO. But also, like, HBO does have some pretty banging shows. And movies. I watched Black Swan on there, and um, I cried a lot, because I related (laughs) so hard. I feel like I shouldn't, but, you know, performance sports, they, they get to you. I, she was an extreme performance sport person, Nina, but I, I did understand, which terrified me. But yeah, anyways, get HBO, watch, watch Thrones, cause it's so good. It's just so good. Alright, peace. This was, this was quarantine. My name's Lucy. Um, maybe I'll make an episode some other time. I don't know.